You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. The audio for today's episode is going to sound just a little different because I'm sitting by a river and recording on an iPhone. I'm recording out here because I wanted to capture some thoughts before I come back into normal life. I've been in the wilderness with my family hiking through Washington State for 35 days now, over 300 miles, and today we're coming off trail. There's some fire danger preventing us from going north, and there are some thoughts that I've been thinking for the last 300 miles about God and nature and life. One of my goals in coming out here was to listen to the voice of God and connect with Him in the the beautiful things He's made with some wonderful people that He's given to me. And God has been faithful to show up and make this an incredible time. When you're backpacking, you don't want to bring a ton of weight. So I did not bring a Bible, but I did make photocopies from my Bible of the book of Romans. And then I took those papers and folded them up and put them in the pouches of my backpack. And I was able to read scripture on the trail in a lightweight version. There's this passage in chapter one that's been with me for the last 300 miles and I've just been testing it and thinking about it and it's a verse that is really easy to apply in my context of the wilderness because it speaks of God revealing himself through nature and I'm just going to share the whole passage and then share some of the incredible truths that I've been wrestling with as I've hiked through these mountains and it says this right after saying that I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation for all who believe. It says that the wrath of God is revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world through the things that have been made so they are without excuse for although they knew God they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him but became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened claiming to be wise they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal men and birds and animals and creeping things Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurities, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Well, there is so much in that. I've been thinking about each phrase line by line as I hike through the mountains, but I just want to highlight some of these power truths. First, that we suppress the truth by our unrighteousness. So on this podcast, we're interested in hearing the voice of God. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Sometimes it feels like God's not listening, but the truth we have to wrestle with is that our own unrighteousness, thought by thought, action by action, moment by moment, deafens us to the voice of God. We suppress the truth. It makes it harder for us to hear God's voice and harder for those around us to see God through us. It is not God's uncaring heart that makes it hard for me to perceive his voice. He wants to be revealed. He wants us to know him. It is my own unrighteousness that suppresses truth. It says, for 
all that can be known about God is clear to them. So there are things about God that cannot be known. They're mysteries and they're far too beyond the human mind. But if I'm going to take the Bible at its word, what Paul is saying, inspired by the Holy Spirit, is that anything that can be known about God, if it's true and it can be known, if it's available to us, it has been revealed to us. And I just have to ask myself, do I believe that? Has God actually made available to every human being all the truth about him through the things that have been made? And if I accept that as a truth, as I should, because it is inspired by God, then it's a glorious truth. That means the person who has never heard a sermon in their life, they don't have the Speak Lord podcast, they don't go to a church, they live in some country that is dark, they have created things made by the hand of God that speak to them all the truth that's available to me, if they will tune their ear to the voice of God through the things that have been made. It says that God has shown it to them because his invisible attributes are made visible. So God has things that we can't see, but he has made things that help us understand the parts of him that are not tangible. And the text describes those invisible attributes as namely his eternal power and divine nature. So I've been thinking, why those words? Why are those things the main invisible attributes of God that are made visible through creation. If you go through the rest of the text, it talks about exchanging truth for a lie and claiming to be wise, they became fools. And in their unrighteousness, they were darkened and they became futile in their thinking. So there's this theme as you go on that as we don't acknowledge God, we become less aware of divinity around us. So every time we acknowledge him, it says, although they knew God, like claiming that everyone in the world knows God, although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. So all of us have seen divinity. Some of us don't honor that divinity as God or give thanks to him for it. I've run into plenty of nature enthusiasts on this trail who are hiking over 2,000 miles through the wilderness, some of them on their second or third through trip. They've hiked other trails for months at a time. They love nature. They get excited about the stars and the trees and the mountains and the glaciers. And their joy is so diminished because many of them are thrilled by the creature rather than the creator. They've seen divinity and they've taken delight in it but they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. And so they have this diminished joy and this diminished ability to hear the voice of God. But there are some who see the same thing. And rather than saying, wow, what an incredible mountain, what an incredible lake, what an incredible thunderstorm, they say, what an awesome maker, what an awesome creator. And in recognizing God and honoring him as God and giving thanks to him, our ability to hear his voice increases. Next time we see divinity, we say, that's the voice of God. I've had this opportunity. Right now I'm sitting by a beautiful river. I don't see anything but nature. No man-made stuff, no man-made noise. We've stopped at beautiful crystal lakes with glass reflections of mountains. We spend a night, almost all night, in an intense thunderstorm, lightning, lighting up the whole tent and thunder rumbling through the night. We've looked miles across to volcanoes and clouds moving through mountain passes. 
We've seen divinity. I've seen him in the simplicity of the lifestyle of backpacking in the wilderness and the peace of the moments of silence or listening to him in the noises like I'm hearing right now. God's eternal power and his divine nature is visible to us everywhere. And we have a choice when we see divinity to honor it as God and give thanks to him and recognize there's a creator behind this creation. There is a beautiful person behind these beautiful works of art. And when we do that, we tune our ear to God. Later in chapter one, it says, and since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind. So every time I acknowledge the divinity around me in nature as God, I am able to see God more clearly. This has been an intense dose of nature for me. Like we said, 35 days on trail, over 300 miles. And, uh, and I think that my, my ears are being tuned to the voice of God. But my encouragement for everyone else is um, you might not have 35 days to spend on trail. Maybe you don't even like to hike. Uh, but you see things that are made by God because he made this world. You see people, you see landscapes, you see all this created work. And my encouragement based on the truth in Romans is to recognize through the created things the invisible attributes of God. Don't just say, what a beautiful sunset. Don't just say, what an awesome person. Say, what an awesome God to have made that sunset. What an awesome God to have designed that personality. And as you start to acknowledge divinity through the created things, your capacity to know the invisible attributes of God will grow. And the same way, as you reject divinity in the created things and just worship and serve the creature rather than the creator, your ability to to see the invisible attributes of God will decrease. He has given us tangible, beautiful things through the things he has made to tune our ear to his voice. And if you see something today that is glorious and awesome, a created thing, let yourself worship, serve, honor, give thanks to the God behind that created thing and receive it as the voice of God to your own heart. For what can be known about God is made plain to us because God has shown it to us for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world through the things he has made How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you so much for listening to Speak, Lord. And as always, you can find all of our episodes by searching for Speak, Lord, wherever you get podcasts. And you can find more from me at PastorRyanRogers.com.